0: Hi, this is Dave Olson. I'm the senior leader of Heartland Church located in Ankeny, Iowa. I hope the following message challenges, encourages, and ultimately changes you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Well, it is my joy and my honor (laughs) to, to introduce to you, some of you may know them, some of you may not, But Gene and Tisa Nicole um, are, it's interesting because I I think a lot of us consider them to be family. But the reality is, is they've been with us here at Heartland part of this year. Uh, And you might feel like, man, they've always been here because they've just jumped in. And uh, I know getting to know a lot of you, serving, and it probably seems like they've been here forever, but they haven't been. Uh, Their previous uh, assignment, they were in South Africa running a missions base uh, partnered with Iris Ministries. Some of you know them. Um, And uh, Heidi Baker and Roland. And uh, I think it was nine years is what I was told. Is that accurate? Ten. Ten, Tisa said. Okay. Anyway, and before that, Tisa served alongside Heidi and... uh, Gene uh, was a Randy Clark guy, whatever that would mean. He could expand on that. No, but Gene served alongside Randy. And of course, both those people are dear people to Heartland. And so um, right now, I'm sure they're going to talk more about today. They're with us for a short window because the next assignment, unless God would, unless they tell us it's different, the last I knew was, I think, Manila, the Philippines, Again, partnered uh, um, with Iris, and they'll extrapolate on everything they're doing, um, too. But here's the deal, y'all. Let's don't let familiarity rob us of giving them some love and honor today. What a treat to have them as our speakers, but that they're living with us here uh, in the community for a period of time. So would you do me a favor and give them a warm welcome as they come today? Jean and Tisa Nicole. Come on up, guys.
0: Thank you.
2: Thank you, Jesus. We're so honored to be here with you. Um, As you said, we are family. And uh, when we came off of the field, year and a half ago, our hearts were very much, Lord, could it be that we get to go to Ankeny? Could it it be that we have a season there? And he actually took us on a journey, and Gene will share a a little about that. Um, But uh, it's just so the dream of our hearts to be able to come alongside this house and and for pastor dave and kathy and the whole family that's at home we're just so privileged you know the lord has uh, strategically placed us with uh, apostolic leaders to come alongside heroes and we believe we're doing that right now amen amen and so we're just so grateful with pastor dave he's on our board um and just so thankful for a season where we get to of course come alongside and be a blessing here but we feel like you're imparting so much into us as well like this is such a beautiful season of being uh, invested in i just finished the ultimate journey put a little plug in there i'm so thankful i'll tell you you know that one checklist where it says if you feel like you're too much for people you know you're too much to handle for people. I was like, "Shit, yeah. <laughs> that's me." Yeah. But hallelujah, that He takes us, amen. Amen. He, he takes us and He says, "You are Mine, and and I can I can uh, uh, wondrously use your yes because you fully have given yourself unto Me." And so, Gene is gonna. Uh, oh be sharing uh, but he wanted you still want me to yeah
0: yeah stay stay up here with me for now um how many people have never heard us before well see a, a lot of people don't know the story maybe oh,
2: we're gonna give you the very brief version just to give some context <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> because the lord has definitely given us uh, a word for you today um and but uh, uh, part of our message is our lives, Amen, and the testimony of what He's brought us through. Because if you knew what He brought us through, you'd be like, "Wow!" Not that it's anything of us, but like, um, yeah, because it, 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 we were just little people who have said yes to Him. Amen. <clears throat> and let's yeah. pray
0: before we get started. Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We give this morning to you. We ask that you would speak to us. You would speak through us. You would speak to every single person in this house that they would hear a word from you. Father, I ask for a prophetic anointing on the spoken word this morning. I ask that you would give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying in this day, in this hour in which we live, that we would know that we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. If Christ lives in you, We are the hope of glory for all the people around us. Father, we ask that your kingdom would come on the earth as it is in heaven, wherever we go, and that you would show us how ripe the harvest fields are right around us, Father. Open up our eyes to see the opportunities that are right here in front of us, Lord. Each and every single day as we walk with you, let us take time before we start our days to sit at your feet and to be with you, to hear your voice and to follow you. Father, we thank you for the seeds that are gonna be sown today. We ask by your spirit, you would water them and cause a harvest to come forth. And we declare that the kingdom of heaven is here. It's here. We declare that the greatest awakening of all time has already begun. The, The circumstances that are being orchestrated in the world today, it's your hand, Lord. And it's time for your people to arise and shine. For your light is come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon your people. Deep darkness covers the earth, but your glory is risen upon your people. We are called to be a people of purpose, friends. And I pray as we share our testimony, God would speak to you how you can also live with purpose. Live with purpose as you go, as you give of yourself, as you give your life to him, as you surrender your whole heart to him, those areas. As you pray, as you seek his face, as you're still before him, you would encounter him. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're going to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're giving us a hearing ear and a willing and obedient heart to obey as you speak to us. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah, hallelujah. He's here. He's here. Where two or three are gathered, he's here in our midst. Thank you, Lord. Wow. I'm just feeling, a, a, I don't know if it's just up here, but I'm just feeling like a, a real nearness of his presence. He's here. I know this is not the direction, honey, but to just stay here. Um We woke up early this morning. Mm. I was up before four. And, well, it's kind of normal for me. But my wife joined me and we were praying for what... We've been praying for what we were going to share. And just waiting on the Lord. And about six o'clock in the morning, our youngest daughter, Victoria, wakes up. Now, you have to understand... Every night she comes and crawls in her bed and she wants to snuggle with her daddy or her mommy. And she wakes up and she runs to me and just comes and cuddles in my arm. And I really felt like this is what the father desires. He just wants to spend time with his kids He just wants to spend time with us friends for us to come and cuddle in his arms, sit at his feet. And then she laid her head on my chest. And I thought to myself, we're all on a journey to find the heartbeat of our heavenly father. We've had a divine pause in 2020 Because the Father wants to speak to us. And he is speaking to us. I mean, Christopher shared it the other day in the the prophetic class on Wednesday night. He said in John 10 and 27, my sheep hear my voice and they follow no other. So he's speaking to us. I know you guys hear his voice. Man, we are so thankful for Heartland. I mean, you guys have so welcomed us as family. We we really feel like it's it's family here. Absolutely. It's kingdom family here. We kudos to all of you. I mean, we felt so loved, so welcomed here. Ah! You guys are are double thumbs up in my book. <laughs> And definitely in the Lord's book. It's kingdom family. And for all of you that have just blessed us. It's been a challenging season for us. But man, you guys have been so faithful with words of encouragement. Pentecostal handshakes from many of you. Thank you so much. Those seeds are just show God's faithfulness. That God's people hear his voice. Amen Amen, I want to share the sto- share the story of how we all met and came, and because a lot of them you saw didn't hear.
2: Yeah, we um, uh, we ha- have been a part of this house, especially me, for years and years and years. I was actually a home missionary um, after I got saved, and uh, I came from a very broken um, Uh, home and, you know, my mother had, had left my father when I was very young and a lot of woundedness and just a lot there. Uh, but the golfs invited me into their home and began a journey with me and mentoring and discipling me. And they consistently, Christopher and others, would put resources in my hands that just shifted my destiny in, in the fact that they were the ones that said, have, have you heard about Heidi Baker? Why don't you listen to this? And I'm like... <laughs> You know, of just that pure message, because I knew that God was calling me to the nations, but I didn't know where. I had this calling to nations, and and I'm like, well, that's a good place. Hallelujah. Amen. I um and and Heartland believed in me before I even believed in myself in <laughs> so many ways. And then I was serving in Mozambique for a number of years and met Gene he had come he was leading a team with Randy Clark that's how we met we ended up getting married there we had our
0: seven 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 we Beautiful were married on kingdom. the beach kingdom wedding kingdom on the beach wedding
2: where we got to invite the poor got to see a few hundred people give their lives to jesus right there heidi wanted us to to be a part of the baptism we were like no you can handle that we're gonna go and take some pictures <laughs>
0: It's true. It's it was true. so
2: beautiful though. People were getting saved and, and yeah, and it, what a journey. And we continued to serve there for a number of years until God opened the door and gave me a dream to see family-based care. And that is where, you know, we have an orphan crisis throughout the world, even here in America. And I'm so grateful for those of you that have heard his voice and you've taken in children, yeah. the foster families, adoption. Uh, this is for all of us and for for us, the Lord had put this dream in our hearts to be able to see family-based care, not just a big children's center that gets them off of the streets, but to empower families, to actually see families be able to to become forever families, but then also uh, be self-sustainable and launched and shining for Jesus to where other families could be empowered. And so... The door opened, we got to go to South Africa and and work there for 10 years, and the whole time the the assignment was very clear. Hands off of it, do it in a way that would empower our local leaders to raise them up, make it self-sustained, and then step away. And, you know, but nobody prepares you for that day when it arrives. And you do have to take your hands off of a beloved, beautiful family that you've, you know, poured out your life. And you thought it would last forever. And then he says, no, take hands off. And, And he began to put new dreams into our heart. But we didn't have a language for it. And so he just said, now it's time for you to, you know, uh, go on this journey of faith and did not reveal the next step to us. All he said was,
0: as you go, you will know. As you go, you will know.
2: And so us mamas, uh, not just ladies, but I think especially as mamas, what do you tell your kids when they're asking well where are we gonna go and i'm like we're just going with jesus babies (laughs) it's gonna be great and it was but it had some rocky moments too but that's one it's a wondrous thing to be able to trust him and watch him do miracle after miracle and, and uh, season after season, and, and now to be able to be here, no. and now he has revealed our next season.
0: Amen. I even think back when we were here, I think the last time we actually spoke was 2017. And it was on that trip that the Lord spoke to me. He said, begin to work yourself out of a job. Now, I wasn't smart enough to ask the question, why? <laughs> I was just obedient to tell me what he said to do. So as Tisa shared earlier, our goal it was always to train and equip the local people to do the work of the ministry. That was our job. It was to raise up others to, oh, thank you. to take over for us. And even now today we trained up people before we left but now the child the guy the people that are running michael's children's village that you guys prayed for are indigenous south africans and and one of them while we were there he was at university going to university so we're so excited that we were able to to bring Bring the children's village to the place where it could be self-sustaining. And, and honestly, in the kingdom, we have to reproduce after ourselves. You know, the kingdom comes in seed form. We sow seeds. And God waters those seeds. God brings the increased. Amen? I mean, I think when we left there, man, we didn't want to go. We did not want to go. I remember we were actually looking to buy a house at the beginning of 20. I got to get my year, sir. 2018. It's been so long. We've been in America. So at the beginning of 2018, we thought we were going to be there Forever. We thought this is our home. This is our assignment. We love the people. We lived in the community where we were the only pale folk for nine years. For nine years. God, I wanted to move to the children's village. My wife was like, no. We need to be in the community with the people. Shining for Jesus right where he planted us. You know, perfect love cast out all fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And our identity is found in him. And what we, what we are is we're people that obey quickly. We don't always know. We don't always know what's next. As Jesus as, as shared, he spoke to us. It was November we were sitting just having coffee and we realized that our season was over. This is after coming to the place where we thought we were gonna be there forever. But circumstances changed. Things change. You know, one thing we can be certain of is change. (laughs) I mean, just think of 2020. (laughs) Who would have ever thought? We thought... We would already be in Manila now. Right, we thought absolutely. we would be there. I'm just looking, I better get rolling. <laughs> we thought we would be there already, but God had another plan. Um, it was. It was a week after we found out that we were finished in South Africa, the Lord said, as you go, you will know. So we let, it, we let our people know. But we already had a, a three-month itinerary already planned. And we thought to ourselves, what do we tell the people? What do we tell everybody? And meanwhile, the Lord was already working in our hearts, honey, huh, right? About Asia. And, and he spoke four nations to us. Sri Lanka, Indonesia. Um, Thailand and the Philippines. But when we knew our season was over, I remember the day, it was January 27th, 2019. The Lord said, you're no longer a missionary. He said, you're a farmer now. I'm thinking I'm in Iowa now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a farmer. He said, you're going to America to plow up the land. You're going there to scatter seeds. You're going to water seeds that have already been planted. We friends, we have to be a people of purpose. The, I, I, I have to believe the greatest mission field in the world is right here in America right now. Yes. I'm telling you the harvest is ripe right here in America. America. People are hungry. People are looking for answers. Uh, A couple of months ago, we were in Chicago ministering on the streets and we did an outreach in, in the truck. It's their Chicago for Jesus truck. And I was able to lead two people to Jesus and see one get baptized in the Holy Ghost. Spent 30 minutes with one, 45 minutes with another, and 15 or 20 minutes. They were literally waiting They're hungry. People are hungry. People are looking for answers. And we have the answer. His name is Jesus. And he lives in you. He is the answer. He is. It's Christ in you is the hope of glory for this nation. So on this journey, we're just following Jesus. We just, you know, my my pastor used to share a message. God is looking for fat people. Okay. Yeah. Flexible, available, and teachable. Flexible, available, and teachable. I'm just available. Yes. Here I am. We're very Send flexible. me. And we're flexible. Those that know us, we're very flexible and we are teachable at least I hope we are and we've put ourselves you know open to that for correction where it's needed but God is doing something in the earth today come on he's looking for that yes will you go but every single day, wherever you go, you go with purpose, knowing that you represent the king of kings yeah. and the Lord of lords, that he lives inside of you. We should be happy. We should be smiling. We should be full of joy. Mm. Yep. Yes. This is a great day to be alive, friends. We're alive for such a time as this. It is a Kairos moment in the world today. Yes. We have the answer for the world. Yes. His name is Jesus. So after we came to America, we knew it was going to be a season of resting. We, were, we itinerated for three months not knowing where we were going. Imagine, we have three girls, four, eight, and ten now, but back then it was probably three, seven, and nine.
2: Yeah.
0: Details. Details, yeah, yeah. She's, keep it, she's here to keep me in line.
2: I'm not, I can shoot down. You're
0: awesome. <laughs> no, you look beautiful, honey. Thank you. So, anyway, traveling in the car with three girls. We put 14,000 miles on my father-in-law's car.
2: And and now he gave us a second one. (laughs) Hallelujah.
0: We have to, and we're so thankful for that. But we went not knowing where we're going. And somewhere along the way, we end up in, in, um, we were in Georgia and the opportunity came and a house became available to us. This was after we left here last year. We kept traveling. We went to the East Coast. Then we went down, and we were in Georgia, and we met with some friends of ours, the Mosleys, and they said, well, we know a guy. He's a missionary in China, and he has a four-bedroom, fully-furnished house that's available for rent. Now, we left South Africa with five suitcases and two suitcases of homeschooling supplies. (laughs) We lived there 10 years. The Lord had us give everything away, house, cars, TV, furniture, everything. Now, I did that when I was single in 2003, when I quit my job and sold my house and went to Bible school. But when you have a family of three and you do it again, we, we did it on obedience to what the Lord spoke to us. Now, it's not for everybody to do that. This is how he's leading us. The sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Each and every day he leads us and he guides us. Amen. You hear his voice better than you know. You do, you just need to obey. Take that step of faith. Take that step of faith when he tells you to go somewhere or do something. He will do it. He is faithful. Greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. Amen. He is faithful and he will do that which he said he will do. Where was I in my story? I start preaching. I'm telling this story.
2: So we were in, yes. Yeah, so Traveling. Okay.
0: Then we get, okay. Forward, yeah, we got our. led us to Florida. He let, so he, he led us to it. Florida. See, this is why yeah, any man. Hallelujah. This, he led us to Florida. And we were there until June of this year. And then we, we were sensing our, the, the reality was, let me backtrack. It was last Christmas. The Lord woke me. Yeah, this is where we need to be. The Lord woke me up at three in the morning and I waited on on him for two hours, just waiting, listening. Lord, what are you saying? About the two and a half hour mark, he spoke to me. He said, I am awakening hearts for people to know me. I am awakening hearts for people to know me. This was the word for 2020. He said, all creation is groaning for the sons of God to arise and shine, to begin to walk in and fulfill their destinies in me. Creation is groaning for the sons of God to manifest themselves the people of God, to know who their God is and to begin to shine for him, to awaken hearts that people would know Jesus. Awaken hearts to know him. First and foremost, we must know him. We must know him. Amen. We have to know him. So he's awakening people in this time, in this hour for people to know him. He gave us a divine pause that we might know him. And then we said, well, what next, Lord? Where do we go? So it was January and I... Asked the Lord, where do we go? He said, I haven't changed my mind. It's still, as you go, you will know. He told me, I haven't changed my mind. So my wife went online, went on the internet. And I believe the Lord gave us a choice. We, we have a relationship. It's not employee, employer. You have to go here. It's father and son. It's father and son. He said, where do you want to go? So my wife went online and found this school in the Philippines that would be really good for our girls. And she found a ministry there too. And I booked a ticket.
2: That would host him.
0: (laughs) That would host him. So I went out. It was still as you go, you will know. So I booked a ticket and we went. And as I went to the Philippines... February 9th returned on the 21st just in time before all the nonsense broke Everything
2: out shut down right after Jing got back
0: literally had I gone via the west coast I would have never made it in yeah I, I went that. via Dubai and then to the Philippines I went the long way so God orders our steps yeah. and as I went to be perfectly honest with you I don't like the big city Manila is a pretty big city. Traffic, if any of you have ever been there, traffic is just insane. I'm like, Lord. And for the first few days there, I was overwhelmed. And I thought to myself, I, I, and my wife, you, you had gotten, she already knew we were to go there. Right?
2: I did. And, and the Lord had uh, brought me back to a vision that he had given me years before where I saw this wave of end time missionaries. And there was a wave that came from South America, from Brazil, from Colombia, Argentina. And I asked the Lord, are we supposed to be a part of that? He said, no. And, and then there was another wave that was coming from Southeast Asia. And to me, it looked like the Philippines. And so I'm like, Lord, is that where you have us? And he said, yes. I'm like, okay, so, so tell sh- Jean.
0: Yeah. Buy so him we, a ticket, right? <laughs> the, the thing is, when we went to South Africa from Pemba, she didn't want to go. And I knew we were supposed to be there. This second time, it was just the opposite. One of the things we said is when we first got married, whenever we make big, important decision, we will be in agreement. Amen. That's for somebody here. Probably several people. We have to be in agreement with his purposes for our lives. Yes. So I was in the Philippines, and this was the kicker that, that confirmed it. I received a WhatsApp message from one of the house parents from the children's village. Saying how thankful he was that we came and we lived with his people how we sacrificed our lives to live in the community. He said, I know you could have lived in Nelsprit or White River, but you chose to live in the community with us and you made a difference. Friends, each of our lives makes a difference wherever you're planted. You don't know wherever you go, you have to go with Purpose. Go knowing you represent the king. You are an ambassador. When you're born again, you become a new creation in Christ. All things become new. Then we become ambassadors for him. Our job, friends, we're all called to be missionaries. We're all called to the mission field of America. Mm -hmm. It's to shine for him. But... It's to reconcile people back to the Father. What did Jesus tell, tell us? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father but through me. Jesus is the way to the Father. And he's called each and every one of us to be ambassadors for him.
2: And He really wants to empower each of your go, okay. And often we we tend to elevate the missionaries, you know, with our go to the nations, and then the enemy can tell you that your go isn't as important. That your go, it, it, it well, it's it's not, you know, as uh uh vital. But, oh, friends, that it is. It is. That each of us, if we would just take our place and be so completely given over to him. And that's the other thing today in our give. We understand our give often, you know, in our finances. Yes, and absolutely. When I'm discipling somebody, we're going to talk about finances. Because that often is the indication of where their hearts are. It often will show us the priorities. <laughs> so if, when I'm discipling somebody, I'm like, let's, let's do it. Come on. Let's budget. Let's see where is it going. Because it often reveals our hearts. And so it's extremely important that we, we do. We give. But you see, God doesn't compartmentalize. Amen. (laughs) Our give—it's yes, it is in our finances, and that's so vital and important. But it's our give is in our lives, and 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 uh, it's in our energies, in our in in our uh, our focus. It's that our day so belongs to Him. We're not just thinking about what we've got to get done in our responsibilities, although that's important. He he factors it all in. But when we're so completely locked in to, to obeying him quickly, it's a place of such abundance in him friends and it's often through the laying down of our own lives and just so giving can i turn to yeah yeah yeah. go ahead so if you want to turn over to second corinthians in chapter eight the macedonian church they tapped into this and i think it's such a word for us now friends here in 2020 it says, and now brothers, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches out of their most severe trial. Their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty, welled up in rich generosity. For I testified that they, were, they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability, entirely on their own. They, urgent, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the saints. And they didn't do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord. Yes. And then to us, keeping with God's will. Um, this is for us, friends. We are given this this beautiful privilege of sharing <laughs> yeah. with, with, with giving ourselves completely first to the Lord. Amen. And, and, and I, I, I often even think about those, the early apostles and how they, they got this. They lived in, uh, uh, uh Philippians chapter four. Where they didn't get hung up with what they didn't have or they did have. They could say, you know, uh, I have all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. But they understood the context of that is being content whether well fed or hungry. That's right. yes. We have to step aside, you know, step out of sometimes uh, uh, this place that you know, where we're thinking about—it's um, always important to think about our families, absolutely. But we—we're so—we know He's going to take care of our family. He loves us so much. We don't want Him to be limited by how our understanding is of how it's supposed to look. Because what if He has something so much better than what looks secure? And we'll look safe.
0: Yeah. Amen. The blessing is in the obedience, friends. Amen. Our provision is on the word of God. Abraham, you said it. Abraham went out not knowing where he was going. But he became the father of many nations. He became the father of many nations. He's looking for your yes. He's looking for people to say, I will go. You know, and we're all called to evangelize. Share that analogy about so, evangelism. We're all called to be evangelists. We're all called to shine for him. You know, there's a scripture, I believe it's Matthew 6, says, the lamp of the body is the eye. And if your eye be single, your whole body is full of. Light. If our eyes and our focus is Jesus and his kingdom, we're full of light and we can shine wherever we are and look for opportunities to share, to evangelize, to be to be light. I think I had a virtual doctor's appointment this past week. I'm sitting in the parking lot at Target with my doctor in there asking me all these questions. Like they want to know my psychological health. Are you depressed? Have you had any feelings of depression? Have you been sick? I'm like, no, I feel great. (laughs) And And I used it as an opportunity to share Jesus. So take the opportunities that are before you. Even with my neighbors, I look for opportunities to shine for Jesus, to share Jesus.
2: Yeah, we felt so strongly that God wants to empower our go today and our give. And in both of those, friends, it's not just, you know, for for those that are called to the nations, but it's in the really, really practical You know, it is in the give with our our finances. But but there's another area of give, friends, that I feel so powerful on his heart for us. And we often, you know, can I believe the enemy can uh, get us just not completely locked in in this area because it's not our gifting. Do you know, we're missionaries and we don't feel like we're the most effective evangelists out there. I have friends and they are crazy. Awesome, effective evangelists. And they're good like,
0: apologetics and they know the answers to say. I'm
2: witnessing to somebody, and sometimes I don't even know what to say because they're talking about the epistemology of ignorance. And I'm like, I've never even heard that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't even know what they're talking about, you know? I just know the simple gospel, and, and that's enough, by the way. Amen. Apology. We love
0: Jesus.
2: And the real, powerful, unfailing love that can, you know, uh, touch that heart right there but i don't feel like i'm the best evangelist but in this hour friends you can turn over to second timothy chapter four
0: we're gonna wrap this up quickly so we can
2: leave you with this this is so good It says, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and with careful instruction. And, and what the Lord had shown me is this is for all of us, friends, not just for the street evangelist or for the missionaries or for the pastors. This is for all of us. Now, let me give another very practical example. Anybody in here, are you a chef? Like you wondrously create
0: any food. Raise your hand food. if you're a chef or you consider yourself a good cook. How about that?
2: Awesome. There's one, two, okay, three, four. Okay, so there's a handful. Hallelujah. Who today, though, is going to go home and make some food? Later tonight, huh?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Or you're going to go out to eat.
2: So See? I, I'm going to have to go home and I'm going to have to cook, or maybe you will. <laughs> but regardless, we're going to do the work of a chef. I don't consider myself a chef, but I'm going to have to do the work if I'm going to eat. So friends, don't let Somebody the enemy lie to you. <laughs> we are called in this hour to do the work of an evangelist with whatever opportunities he brings you. He, he has them already right, right around you. We, we don't even have to get on the plane. They're there. They're at your workplaces. They're, at, they're, they're in our neighborhoods. They're sometimes when we go shopping, we just have to say, Lord... Use me right now with, in this moment. Give me the words to, to, to say.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: A heart that's quick to obey in the go, in the giving of our lives, in the giving of our, you know, and I've even learned in witnessing, it's not so much about the perfect turn of the phrase or anything. If there's real love, that's what people Recognize and that's what leads and and that's what the Lord uses to to bring them to repentance.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you. Yes. We thank you for the call to go to give and to pray. Can you stand up with me?
1: The Lord is
0: is speaking. Maybe you're here today and you haven't fully surrendered your heart to Jesus. The greatest thing you can give him is your whole heart. Surrender your whole heart. Make yourself available to Him. Surrender your whole heart to Him. And every single one of us is called to be a disciple and to make disciples. Jesus said in Matthew 16 24. He said, if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Friends, today, surrender your whole heart to him. Deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him. I know sometimes it's uncomfortable, but I believe in the hour that we're living in. He is challenging us to step out for him, to be salt and light to a lost and dying world. There are people around you. Father, I pray even now, even for those that are listening online, Father, that you would open all of our eyes to see the opportunities that are before us to shine for you. And Father, I ask for an impartation to be released for hunger for your word, for hunger to share your love to all those around us. It's that simple. It's about loving God and loving his people. So Father, I thank you for this people in this house, for this family. I thank you that we are here for such a time as this. And I just ask that you just give courage and boldness to your people to step out, to begin to walk on water. You might say it's easy for you guys to do it. Yes, I used to struggle with speaking in front of people. I could never even talk. My knees would tremble. I'm telling you. With God, all things are possible. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Friends. Arise. Arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you I shared this story about my daughter for a reason as you spend time waiting upon him in his presence he fills you with his glory with his light with his love if there are those today, you feel a call to the nations and you're open for prayer. I don't know what the prayer protocol is in light of the times we're in. But we, if you feel comfortable, we would love to pray for you. Or if you just would like prayer or a word, we're, we're available. But we just want to encourage you. Go. Give pray we can all pray all of us can pray but all of us are called to go the greatest mission field i said it twice i'll say it a third time it's america it's right here people need jesus he is the answer he is the only answer i shared a couple weeks back I saw the sign, Jesus 2020, the only hope for America is Jesus Christ. He is the only hope. And I put my hope in him. Put your hope in him today. He is faithful and he will do that which he said he would do in your life.
1: Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help more people hear this message, you can get the word out by subscribing and sharing
0: it on social media. If you'd like to support the ministries of Heartland Church, you can do so at heartlandchurchonline.com give.